You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta. Well, episode one officially, we had our intro episode, uh, but this is where we're going to get into the nitty gritty and we're going to start talking about joy on this first episode. But I just want to remind you why you're here, the Rock Your Life concept It centers around putting maximum energy and effort into every aspect of your life, whether it's family, whether it's wellness, work, music, dreams, goals, aspiration, whatever you're doing, rock it. So we are doing kind of a self-help podcast, but I more want to call it self-awareness because I don't know that we need help. We just need to be aware, right? Um, aware about what's going on in our lives, aware about what is happening inside our brains, aware about the impact that we have on the people around us. It's just good to be aware. So a lot of people call it self-help, but we're going to call it self-awareness. That's the kind of podcast I want to bring to you. So I was going back and forth about what I wanted to start off with, and I thought, what better than joy? right? Joy is something that is essential to our livelihood. It's something that we look for on the daily, or I do, hopefully you do as well. And it's something that we want to focus on. And I just thought it was a really good place to start. Now, recently, I was listening to a couple things, an audiobook and a podcast, and the topic was joy. And the podcast really hit home because it was such a simple concept that was suggested um, that I was amazed that I had never thought to do this before. Uh, It was a podcast by Rachel Hollis. If you're into the self-awareness, self-help game, then you know exactly who Rachel Hollis is. She is a mentor in my head. She has no idea who I am, but I listen to her religiously. A lot of people do that with Oprah. I do that with Rachel Hollis. But on this podcast, she was talking about making a joy list, just simply getting out a pen to paper, pencil to paper. I like pencil because I can erase better, but either way, putting something on a piece of paper and writing it in your own handwriting because there's something very powerful. There's a connection that is made from your brain through your arm, writing it out. Um, A lot of people type, but I am very much into uh, handwritten notes to myself. And I wrote down this joy list as she had suggested. And again, such a simple idea, such a simple concept, but it really was super powerful to just sit and think about the little things that we're joyful over, not the big things. I mean, the big things are easy, your family, maybe your job makes you joyful. Um, But what specifically about those things do you really love? Let's get into some like fine details. And I thought I would just kind of read you off what immediately went on my list. And I haven't finished this. I just started jotting things down. And then, of course, got distracted by my son and all the things that are happening while I'm working at home and sheltering in place and whatnot. But I got through like, I don't know, 10 or 15 things that I thought, these are a really good start. And I'm going to add to my joy list as time goes on. And I actually keep my joy list in a drawer, the top drawer of my work desk at home so that anytime I feel like I'm in a funk, I can just pull it out, take a peek and go, okay, what of these items can I implement right this very second to try to find joy and to try to 
pull myself out of this little funk that I'm having or bad mood or whatever's going on. Um, So here are some things on my list and maybe this will inspire you to do your joy list. Um, Maybe you have some of the same little small pleasures in life that I do or maybe yours are completely different and mine seems silly. Either way, let's go through them. Uh, Group hugs with Cody and Jay. That seems to be um, pretty basic, hugging your family. But there's this moment whenever um, I get Cody out of the bathtub and we're putting his pajamas on and he is the one that initiates it. He always says, group hug. He'll yell that. And then Jay and I come running and we all hug. And there's this tone of voice that Cody says I love you with in that moment and it's calmer and it's more subdued it seems more meaningful and more in the moment and like he really truly is feeling that hug and feeling that love from us more so than any other time of day he's a very loving little boy and he says I love you a lot but it's the way he looks us in the eye and it's the way he softly says I love you mommy and daddy like that tone and that moment to me it does not get any better than that going completely off the rails here (laughs) but something that makes me very happy The smell of roasted rosemary. Now, I should mention that my joy list is in no means uh, an in-order list. This is just like I was writing as things were coming to my brain. So there's no like order of operations here. Uh, But the smell of roasted rosemary. I often uh, roast out vegetables in the oven. And I always, almost always use um, twigs of rosemary. I go and cut them out of the backyard. And I wash them off. And then I put them on top. And it just really brings a nice flavor to the veggies. But the way it makes your house smell. Oh, it is divine. They've tried to recreate that smell with essential oils. It's close, but it's not the same thing. Uh, The first sip of kombucha in the morning. I wake up very early in the morning, um, 3.45 regularly. Now it's more like 4.20 since I'm 4.20. Hello. Uh, Since I'm working from home. Um, And I don't have to commute, but either way, uh, I still, I need like a little bump in the morning, if you will. And coffee is something that I drink throughout the morning very slowly, but kombucha really, it really kicks in for me immediately. And the carbonation and the energy I get from just that one sip, oh, it wakes me up. It's beautiful. Uh, Also the smell, back to smells, the smell of jasmine. Maybe your favorite flower brings you joy. I have started to create kind of a wall of jasmine in my backyard. Um, And it just sort of overtakes a section of the backyard with that smell. And that smell just takes me to another place. It just brings me a little bit of joy. I'm noticing that a lot of mine have to do with senses, smell and taste. No surprise. Uh, Listening to my favorite playlist. I, of course, work on the radio and I play music all the time, Um, but I'm a true lover of music that likes to dig deep. Typically on radio stations, you play the best of the best, right? You play the hits. You play what people know, what they want to hear, what they resonate with. Deep cuts is something that you stay away from because not everybody knows deep cuts, you know, not the mass public. So I love to make playlists and dig deep into like your high school playlist or your college playlist or you know, whatever time of life that you want to reminisce with, like I speak in memory through music. All of my memories are tied to a song or an album or something, good, bad, and ugly. Boys, breakups, all of the things, you know, that's just how it goes. But I love a good playlist. Always, whenever I play one of my playlists, I'll always go, man, 
I've got Grace taste in music, <laughs> and I'm sure you do too. Um, a great run, run to me, running to me is is just therapy. Um, it is not something I have always loved. In fact, I used to hate used to hate running. In high school, um, I played basketball, and our coach would tell us that if we wanted to continue on the basketball team, we had to be in cross country. And I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? And so running was just like this thing that I was forced to do, and it just was this albatross to me, and I absolutely hated it. But when I found running about, I don't think, I don't know, six, seven years ago, something like that, I found running by myself as an adult, and it wasn't something I was forced to do. It was something I gradually stepped into. I conquered running a half a mile at a time. I know that doesn't sound like much, but that's all I could do at the beginning. Uh, Half a mile, and then I would add to it and add to it. And now, you know, I run half marathons and it makes me feel really good. It's a mental thing. It's the only time that I have to myself. Um, It is the only time my brain is just quiet and clear. And half the time I'm running with headphones on. If I'm not listening to my favorite playlist, I'm just listening to nothing. My headphones may be on my head, but there's nothing there. It's just that white noise, that quiet that I need to process whatever I'm processing. Uh, So a great run to me is far more than working out, far more than it's not about getting skinny or anything like that. Um, It's about health for my body, but most importantly, it's about my mental health. Um, Phone calls with my mama. If you're a family member of mine or you're a close friend, you know my mama, Marsha. She is the coolest human on the planet. Nothing will make you smile or laugh faster than getting on the phone with Marsha Brock. So that is like, that should be very, very top of this list, along with my group hugs with Cody and Jay. Um, Bed conversations with Jay while listening to music. That sounds a little naughty, (laughs) but it's actually not. Um, I am a cancer And cancers typically like to be in their little holes. I love my bed. I love my bedroom. I don't hang out in my living room or in big places in my house. Um, My house is very open. Uh, It's an open concept. But I like to be in my bedroom, in my little cave. I'm a den animal. And so uh, Jay and I have what we call bed picnics. I know it doesn't sound super sanitary, and it probably isn't, Uh, but typically we eat after we put Cody down to bed, and we do bed picnics. For instance, we have burritos in bed on Friday nights, almost every Friday night, and the conversations that we have while we're just listening to music and eating dinner, um, it's just, it's really great. That's like our safest place together where it's quiet, and we don't have any distractions, and we can just get into these really deep conversations even after all of these years. Um, We've been together 13 for almost 14 years now um, and it's just it just gets better and better you got to talk to your loved ones maybe we should do a whole podcast on just actually turning everything off and talking to your love uh, it is a huge huge part of who we are um, a simple beautiful coffee mug I love coffee mugs and you know what's funny I didn't even realize how much I appreciated a cool coffee mug until I started sheltering in place with all of this quarantine business. But I'm at home and I have my coffee not in a travel container every day now. I have it in a mug. And I realized I have acquired some pretty cool mugs over the years. So it just gives me a little bit of joy to pick out my mug every morning, put my coffee in it, and then I get to enjoy it all morning long. It brings me a little bit of joy. Um, I'm a sucker for a luxurious candle. Here we go back to scents. I love, 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 love nothing more than a really yummy smelling candle. Lots of different flavors do it for me, but of course, I'm a pumpkin spice girl, so anything pumpkin or fall, oh, that's the best, but 
pretty much every day of my life, if you walked into my house, you would find some sort of candle burning. Same thing goes actually for essential oils. A lot of smells around here. Um, Freshly painted nails. That is something I've been struggling with during quarantine sheltering in place. Uh, Typically, me and my best friend Gianna, we would do um, nail appointments like every two to three weeks. That's When you're a mom, you don't give yourself many simple pleasures in life at all. Um, But That was one thing that Gianna and I decided whenever we became moms, we were like, you know what? We're going to give a lot up, but we're not giving up our nails because her and I have done nail um, appointments for since the beginning of time. Um, And so we decided that that was something we were still going to give ourselves. And of course, we can't right now because we're sheltering in place. So I've been trying to do my nails at home by myself. (laughs) That's a joke. Um, I have to do them in clear or really light pink uh, because I draw way outside the lines. We'll put it that way. Uh, Let's see, a couple more things. A beautiful dream catcher. Um, I'm from southern Oklahoma. I have had a dream catcher in my bedroom since I was basically born, or as long as I can remember. I've always had dream catchers around. Um, They remind me of Oklahoma, um, a Native American state. Um, That is part of our history. That is, you know, part of what we learned all through school. I have so many full-blooded Native American dear friends of mine, and it's just a big part of living in that place, and it always just takes me right back home. So I have a dream catcher. I'm staring at one right now as I'm talking to you in my home studio. I have one that hangs in my home studio. I have one that hangs above my bed. My son has one that hangs above his bed, um, and we have a couple others scattered about in the house. But it's just something that if I need, like, grounding, you know, sometimes you just need to, like, be grounded really quick and, like, something to bring you back um, to a good place. And that, to me, is a reminder of home. And Oklahoma, while I've been in California for almost two decades, Oklahoma is always my home. It's always my roots. It's always where my heart lives, um, a huge piece of my heart lives. So that's always a good thing for me to be around. Uh, Let's see. Two more. Naps. I'm a big napper, you guys. A nap is a reset to your day. And I don't care how crappy of a mood you're in. If you can find yourself a 20 or 30 minute nap, man, it can be a game changer. Pretty sure that Cody is about to transfer out of napping, which scares the ever-loving poop out of me because he's almost four. And by the grace of God, he still naps right now. But I know that time is limited. That expiration date is coming. (sighs) And, you know, again, going back to I wake up at 345 in the morning and nap is crucial. Um, As soon as I get off the air, that's the first thing I do if he's napping. Um, So, yeah, I'm a little nervous, but... Good naps. That makes me happy. And the last thing on my quick little list here that brings me joy. (laughs) This is random, but it's the truth. The flicker of a gas lantern. You know the lanterns that you see outside of doors in New Orleans? New Orleans is my favorite place on the planet. Um, Just seeing that little haunting flicker of a gas lantern, it just brings a spark of happiness to me immediately. I get so much joy out of that. In fact, I've been doing research on how to put a gas lantern on the front of our house. It's a little trickier than you might think because the gas line is not in that area and to move a gas line is kind of an expensive beast. Uh, So I have been trying to figure that out. But yeah, flicker of a gas lantern, that does it for me. So there you go. There's the start of my joy list. 
Um, I would love, love, love for you to make a joy list. Maybe you already have. Maybe this is just such a simple concept to you that you think it's silly. That's fine too. Uh, But if not, if you've never done it, I encourage you to do it. It really does change the game. It makes you more aware of the tiny little things that you see or do every single day that bring you joy. Like I said earlier, if you're in a funk, it gives you a very quick list of things you can go to. If I'm in a mood, oh, let me go stare at my dream catcher and smell some jasmine and light a candle (laughs) and hug my son and have some kombucha and look at a uh, flickering candle or a flickering lantern, Uh, whatever it is that brings you joy. It's super important to be aware of that because we have a lot going on right now, to say the least. I mean, what it takes to get through a day of quarantine um, is is just, it's a mountain. Every day is a mountain. And um, we're all going through different versions of sheltering in place. Some of us don't have family at home and you're completely alone and you're lonely. Some of us have young children like I do and we're trying to work from home and still raise a three-year-old. Um, that has provided for some some tricky um, maneuvers and you know every day has its joys and every day has its struggles you know and sometimes it changes by the minute Um, you know so some of us are directly affected we have people who are on the front lines fighting coronavirus and god god bless their hearts those people uh, that are on the front lines and they're risking their lives for us and that's their story right now Um, you know (laughs) God willing, your biggest issue is that you're just stuck at home and you ran out of Cheetos and something to watch. Like, let's pray that that's your biggest issue. You know, so many people have lost jobs. They've been furloughed. They've, you know, been pulled back on hours. They've, you know, completely their career is totally gone. I mean, there's so many different scenarios happening right now. And everybody is dealing with this in so many different ways that I just think we need to give ourselves grace. We need to be okay with living a little bit more simply right now. And we need to give others grace. You know, I've seen a lot of people attacking each other on social media about how they're going through quarantine or how they're doing this, that, and the other thing. And I just think it's not the time for that. It's just the time to give ourselves grace. And uh, I think that's pretty much it, you guys. Joy and grace. And uh, probably next week, I'm not sure exactly what I'll talk about, but uh, it may be gratitude. Gratitude is another big, huge component. Gratitude and perspective, I think, right now uh, are two things that I'm pulling from daily to get through shelter in place. And uh, I think that might be something that we could focus on. But I am super uh, intrigued on your thoughts in a couple different ways. Anything you want to talk about, let's talk about it. You can send me an email, chastaonair at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up on all social media, of course, chastalyn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N on Instagram. Twitter is Chasta and Facebook is Chasta Radio. So send me a message if there's something you want to cover. I would love, love, love to chat about it. I will have guests on this program. We're just getting started, you guys. Uh, we're going to have guests. We're going to have all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go deep. That is what the Rock Your Life podcast is all about. So until next time, connect with me on social or on Gmail. And if not, I hope you check out the next episode. I love you so much and rock your life, guys.